Hello and welcome to your daily dose of commentary. Today we start with the topic, Ninja accidentally leaked his ad earnings from Twitch. So Ninja accidentally leaked his Twitch dashboard on stream with earnings of $142,177 over the last 30 days. I guarantee he's probably gonna be knocked. He's gonna be knocked or spectating. You wanna make a bet? Ah, uh, you guys are a little, a little sneak peek at the, the T, at the TTV earnings this month, guys. I just uh, pulled that up real quick. Did you leak your dashboard? I did just leak my dashboard. <laughs> Ninja looking happy. He is still the number one most followed person, you know, on Twitch. What was interesting to me about this graph is how much money he got from ads. Now Ninja gets like 25 times the average viewership that I get. I get like 10 to 20 bucks a day from ads on Twitch. And seeing this, I'm like, I want to experiment again with doing the ad system on Twitch and seeing how much I actually get for a month. Because they have changed it since I did it last. I don't think it's going to be worth much at all, but I'm curious. So I'm going to be doing this one. Three minutes of ads per hour for between $715 and $1,935 a month. Do I think I'll get that? No. But it also says apparently I'll get 55% net revenue split or something. So I'm going to do that for a month, let it play order or whatever, and see what that's like at the end. I'm curious if I'm just getting shafted on in regards to ad revenue because I'm Australian. Possibly. One thing, though, that came from this revelation is, of course, Kick had to chime in with their one particular joke. Would be way higher on Kick, just saying. Saying that if uh, Ninja had... Uh, got this money on Kiki, you would have got so much more money. This course isn't true. And so everyone pointed this out. How? Even if, you know, he got 95% of the sub revenue, which is what Kick says, the vast majority of his money came from ads. Ads that Kick doesn't have. Kick does not have as good an ad program as Twitch, even though Twitch's ad program is also pretty shit. So even if he had the exact same amount of viewers on Kick, which wouldn't have happened, he got the exact same amount of subs and stuff, he would still have lost money. So of course, Kick being called out for saying that something that's just clearly wrong, responds, actually makes fun of this person for correcting their error. And so, of course, many people in the comments roasted Kick for this. And so, you know, they got one joke and they're going to keep saying it regardless of how it is. Should GTA 6 include protagonists from GTA 5? This post on Twitter got some pretty interesting responses. From the GTA base, I really, really want to see these three guys in the next GTA game. I kind of disagree or to what degree they should be involved. It should be like DLC or something. I would like for references to them to be in the game. I mean, they pulled off like the biggest heist of all time or what have you. So you would assume there'd be people talking about that even after all this time or however long it skips ahead or whatever. Their impact on the world should be felt, but I don't think they should just be hanging around every corner, right? In the same way that Aiden Pierce was brought back for Watch Dogs 3 or whatever in DLC, I wouldn't mind that happening or the three being involved in the online component in some capacity. But I think the GTA 6 single player should be entirely new characters, wholly distinct from the previous ones. Especially after 10 years of playing with the these characters and stuff, uh, I, I want as clean a break as possible in terms of the actual main story and uh, gameplay. But certainly, GTA base here isn't saying they should be the main characters. Like, he just wants to see them in the game. And yeah, I think that would be cool. YouTube's content goes in cycles. So I got recommended this video and someone even DM'd it to me. They thought I'd be interested in it, which is titled No CGI is really just invisible CGI, one of four. And it's a good video. It just talks about what I've talked about before where CGI isn't bad inherently. It's bad when like we can notice it as being bad, right? CGI is in basically every fucking scene of every goddamn movie, things are changed, but you just don't notice. But because the only CGI you notice is the bad stuff, people come away with the impression sometimes that all CGI is bad. 
What I found funny about this video that goes through various different scenes in some movies showing that, hey, you may think there's no CGI here, but actually this is all CGI. And him talking about how different movies, they're marketed as no CGI to appeal to these people who hate CGI. But this same video was made by Rocket Jump like eight years ago. Why CGI sucks, except it doesn't. It does the exact same thing, the exact same premise. Where it's like, hey, you may think there's not CGI in this scene, but actually there is, ha ha. It doesn't make this video bad or something. To, to retread the ground that Rocket Jump tread before. But but I'm sure like a lot of you would have had no idea that video from Rocket Jump existed, where you could have got the exact same message just with different examples somewhere else. And I look at this as like an example of YouTube going in like a cycle, where every so many years, the same ideas are gonna be retread for a different new audience. Because eventually, everything's gonna be covered, everything's gonna be said. YouTube can't exist if people were like, oh, well, 15 years someone made a video about a topic, then I guess I can't make a video about that topic, you know? I just think people are sending me this video being like, man, have you ever heard this stuff before? And I'm like, yes, yes I have, eight years ago, <laughs> almost nine years ago. Hell, there may be other videos that cover this topic too. Although actually, thinking about it, the new video does have a slight different spin on it in that they talk about the way that movies are marketed these days. Presenting no CGI as like a selling feature of the movie, irrespective of whether or not there's actually CGI being used, which of course there is. So it's unfair to me to say that the movie Rabbit Hole isn't presenting new information, but don't have their own spin. I just mean that I think it's just an example of how ideas will continuously be rehashed and represented every so many years, as long as the um, the issues are still presence and relevance to new generations of viewers. But it's very hard to only make original video ideas consistently over many years. Yeah, exactly. It's impossible is what I'm saying. As long as you put your own spin to that video, I personally find it very much acceptable unless you just copy word for word by another video. Yeah, don't take my statement as criticizing that dude for what having a similar idea to someone else eight years ago. My statement was more about how I find it funny that many people, newer people watching YouTube may be completely unaware of this very popular video that covered this idea eight years ago, but I know of that. I'm just pointing out that I think YouTube kind of goes in cycles where the same ideas that were popular before will come up again and the new popular people will talk about those things um, and then it'll just continuously go in a cycle and unless those ideas are no longer relevant to newer audiences because there's only so many things that can be talked about and so there will be a necessity for repetition. I'm sorry if my statement there seemed like I was criticizing that dude. That was not my intention. I just found the situation funny. YouTube will never fix the bot issue. So YouTube constantly says that they're combating bots on their platform, and to some degree that seemed to be true, but very recently, it seems that it's gotten a lot worse. This statement, let's just appreciate how much a lot of time AU puts in these awesome videos to make our day huge respect and two emojis. This is like the most obvious fucking bot statement that has ever been made. And they just put a random timestamp for the video. This statement is so old, as bot statements, but it's just not being picked up. And I think it might be because they put a different two set of emojis at the end of each comment, but it goes on and on. I, I thought they fixed this, but like, see, it goes back three days because this is where the point where I've stopped. I've stopped removing them or rather I didn't remove them because I want to show you kind of what I'm dealing with on the back end. Because I read my back end comments, like I read from here and go backwards, I remove stuff like this normally but the, but the amount it just keeps going up like they have a spam filter thing but it's just not like, so i have to do this every single time like hide user hide user they go one two why can't i just flag all these at once and just be like this is all bad i can't seem to and all of the all of them have like a random picture of a chick's ass or something in here are, are these bot comments really getting actual engagement i guess the cost 
to put them forth is so astronomically low. And you might catch someone who's just really depressed and be like, hey, yo, or something. Just block the phrase in your blocked words. What phrase can I block here? I mean the whole sentence? Because usually what ends up happening is they end up changing one word. I guess I can do it for this one, but it won't work for the next one. I'm just saying like, you would think the algorithms would be good enough at this point to be able to catch all these. Yeah, so just a small observation about the state of uh, YouTube combating bots and the bots seemingly still winning. The reason why it's hard to comment as a large YouTube creator. So there was this video released by Man Carrying Things titled, When a Big YouTuber Comments on a Video. Feel free to go watch it, obviously. You've heard me in rambles before talk about how I like this dude's content. I'm happy he's still firing out ideas and whatnot. It's cool. The video it talks about, you know, it just makes jokes about the idea of big YouTubers commenting on videos. And so it baited a bunch of comments from bigger YouTubers, right? I was going to comment on his video, like a different one. And it was the stupidest thing. I must have sat there for like five minutes. I wanted to comment something that didn't sound stupid and yet some way communicated like, hey, I like your stuff. Like I didn't want it to sound like I was trying to draw attention to myself or something, but I just wanted to say to the dude, I thought his content was good and I couldn't think of anything. So I just didn't leave a comment. And so I just like, that must have like a week ago. And I just, I just found it funny that this video gave me the opportunity to, to write something and I, I wrote, I was undecided whether or not you are cool. So I appreciate this video being made to confirm that you are in fact cool. Cause there's something he says at the end in regards to a big YouTuber comments on your video, it makes you cool or something. Just a weird interaction. I found funny. Yeah, it just felt weird to write something like, hey, you, you do good. I, I like your videos, man. You, you funny guy. <laughs> good job. Have I stolen the idea for my GTA video from a fan? So I never covered this, I don't think, in rambles. This person posted this to my Reddit. Coincidence, I think not. Welcome to Chat GPS, a game where my viewers direct me to places in Grand Theft Auto V with a difficulty that I'll be blind the entire time. Wait. My new Tesla has a weird feature. <laughs> Chat GPS. So basically what this person is saying is I released a series called Chat GPS and a few months prior, he did a submission to my Reddit where he made a joke about my chat leading me around and he called it Chat GPS. And so he's like, coincidence, I think not. And so I responded to this dude. Regulus, my mod who makes mods, contacted me May 17th with an idea for Chat GPS that he had been working on for a while as an expansion for the blind cross Los Santos mode. Your post came May 29, 2023, sometime after that. So at the very least, the idea was not from your post. My records say I added Chat GPS to my videos to make list July 11th, 2023, when the mod was completed. Regulus called the completed mod Chat GPS. It was the first time he mentioned the name and it seems the name was inspired by your post as shown in the rules you sent me. So in the rules, he said, credit to Spider Dude on Reddit for the name. So ultimately, the idea for the mod didn't come from him, but the name for Chat GPS did come from Spider Dude. Small contribution? Lol, he was just joking, man. No, I, I think it's a good story. And he was credited in the rules, so I would like to credit him for his contribution to the series. Thank you, Spider Dude. This ring helps me track my health. In a recent ramble that came out, I talked about getting one of these rings. I talked about how they sent me a sizing thing and uh, I, I checked what size my hand was for a ring and they would send me a ring. What was it called? Aura, O-U-R-A. So it's meant to like measure your sleep and stuff. It has like little lights in it. Can I take it off? You can't see them, but so within it, there's like little bumps and stuff. You don't really feel them when you wear it. It uses lights and like beams them into your finger. And I guess it can tell like your blood flow or your pulse and all that jazz. I'm not sure what it's exactly detecting, but it like reads when you sleep and stuff. 
as well as like your level of physical activity today. I have not buggerized around with it all that much because I've only had it for three days. You can see here my, that's my heart rate all day. You can see here, for example, it, this is my last sleep and it says latency at the bottom, 34 minutes. That means it took me 34 minutes to get to sleep and uh, that's bad. I'm not sure when it starts detecting that I'm trying to sleep because I might sit there for a while. I assume it must be able to detect when like I start trying to sleep somehow, I don't know. And restfulness, it also says I did badly in and that's because I woke up like a bunch of times. My time in bed was eight hours and 20 minutes. My total sleep time was six hours and 39 minutes. I tossed and turned basically. It said my sleep was very bad. But ultimately, I'm not sure how useful this thing has been yet or if it's gonna be used for a lot, I'm just gonna keep trying it. It's not metal. It seems fairly durable, but it doesn't feel like weighty. It's as weighty as I think a plastic ring would be. It can't possibly be plastic. It doesn't feel like a normal piece of jewelry. You recharge it, how long does it take? You get this thing, the little thing and you, you put it on there. I have not charged it yet. It has not asked me to, but you like slip it on here and then it lights up. I believe it lasts many, 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 many days. Expensive, hundreds of dollars. I'm not sure exactly how much, but it's not cheap. Metal rings don't weigh that much. As a person who in their early life wore many, many metal rings, I can tell you that this is far lighter than any ring I've ever worn. A small update on my sleep test. So I talked about me doing the sleep test in which I'm covered in all this stuff. And that it was like the worst sleep I've ever had. As it turns out, test failed, have to do it again. So if you are eagerly waiting for those results, gonna have to wait at least another week. So I'll keep you posted about that. Answering your most interesting questions. My girlfriend keeps saying, look, it's David Harbour. You're saying I look like this dude from Stranger Things. We do, we do have the same color eyes, apparently. No, I, yeah, I can see it. Like looking at this picture here, we even have the same hairline. The hair is kind of similar. Yeah, yeah, there's definitely distinct similarities here, but we, we're, we're clearly very different looking people. There's definitely like a, a cousin vibe here, you know? Your average white guy with a beard confirmed, exactly. Have I had panic attacks? I don't think I've ever had a panic attack. Maybe once. There was one time where I was like, the entire world felt like it was collapsing around me in the most illogical way possible. And it felt like I couldn't breathe. And I was like, huh, I think this is what a panic attack feels like. And then it was gone. Like I only vaguely remember this happening. It seems like the position of a public content creator distorts the ability to trust and make relationships for a lot of people, changes the navigation of social relationships. I had this before I was a content creator. As I often say, it's hard to know exactly how things were back in the day because you have every reason to be biased in, in your assessment and you have selective memory and to even alter your memories to conform to what you want now. But I don't remember the people I grew up with or who I knew in my, um, say, early 20s to be particularly good or trustworthy people, maybe with one or two exceptions. I never had a best friend that I would expect to stick through me through thick and thin. I had a lot of people who in private or when we were just together would treat me well. And the second we were in a group setting would treat me like absolute shit. As I say, these experiences just make it so it's hard for me to trust people or even want to trust people or even see the value in having such a person to trust. Or rather, like I understand the value in having that, but the, the quest, the journey, and the potential of picking the wrong person is just so high that I will never pursue it. The further I am away from people, the less I directly engage with people, the safer I feel. Which is why live streaming has been so beneficial to me because it gives you a pseudo social interaction, a pseudo social relationship, but it's not real. You know, I can talk to you guys. You guys can talk to me. I can think things about you. You can think things about me. But at any point in time, I don't want that to happen. 
gone. Dead. Streams off. I'm separate. In the same way, I think that might have been why I gravitated a bit towards poker. Because poker in, is in the same way. It, it gives you a pseudo-social relationship where you're around people in a social setting that you can talk to and, and that chat amongst each other, but it's all super surface level. And that the nanosecond you don't want any more of that, you just leave the table. Done. The more I reflect on this, the more unhealthy this is. And I've always been aware of this to some degree, but because of my experiences, I don't actively work to change it. Trust is certainly earned. It's not generally safe to give out more information than needed. Sometimes people will treat your trust. They're kind of shitty sometimes, but at some point, if you're willing to accept that, you can certainly make aspects of your life easier, less stressful. It's impossible to live your life without trusting people to some degree. I want to give reference to a study, but I can't remember the name of the study, but they were looking at what societies have the highest level of fraud and highest levels of scams and stuff. And Canada ranked very high. And they found that kind of strange. It's so long ago I, I looked at this. So take this all with a grain of salt. Basically, because Canadians were so trusting, they engaged in far more interactions where it was possible to be scammed. Because trade and, and communication stuff was so frictionless because everyone just trusted everyone, more scams happened. Compared to other places where there's effectively no trust, so far less interactions occurred where a scam could happen. They deduced that Canada was in a better situation because while in the no trust circumstance, um, there was less scams, the overall impact of that was that less exchanges happen at all, right? And so less economic activity happens, less people benefit from that economic activity, and, and so everyone is worse off. In, in other words, in some way, if you, like me, bottle yourself up and never trust anyone, never engage with anyone, you're ultimately just hurting yourself in the long term. Even if sometimes you will be screwed, where someone might scam you, if you never trust anyone ever, you'll just live a shit life. Like, for example, if I didn't trust a single person, to work on my house. I don't have those skills. My house would just be much worse. Sure, I wouldn't ever be scams, but I would live a worse life. My material possessions would be astronomically worse. It's like if you trusted no one in society to the degree that you just live out in the sticks somewhere, living off the land, because you're like, oh man, the government's gonna get me. The people are gonna get me. You just live a worse life. Trust is, is a necessity for living a good life. And I, I just think that I was very unlucky to have so many bad experiences when I was younger, and it's inhibited my life, my interactions with people, my ability to form bonds with others. And there's next to nothing I can do about it. Not because I couldn't hypothetically change it, but because I, it's so ingrained in me that I don't want to change it. Such is the way of things. But to be clear, my interactions with the online world has not emboldened within me a greater trust in others either. Nothing really seems to matter. I'm Canadian. The thing is that Canadian are known to be nice people and so very trusting. So when someone calls, we tend to trust them without knowing them which is why we are so high on that list. Yeah, and that's what the study was looking at, I think. Or, or it was a consequence of what it, something else they were looking at. Whether that is ultimately a good thing. And yeah, the more trusting a society of everyone around them, the more interactions people have, the more each can benefit from interactions with each other, economic or otherwise. And so they ultimately live better lives than a situation where no one trusts anyone. Um, so there's far less scams, but of course far less of the other benefits that come from trust. Stop! Now that I have your attention, hit the like and subscribe button. Thank you. I wish you all the best.